Hipster Burks by Denver Day. The Cost of Doing Business. The Price of Egalitarianism in the 21st Century. Or, It Takes Money to Make Money. Number 41. I felt funny after the sex act with Sam Mary because I was not certain about the budget of the hegemons of sex and death as far as it concerned her and me. Adding to my funny feeling was that while I was becoming more and more convinced that I, that that particular fund was currently bankrupt, there was evident liquidity between me and Chelsea Red, although even that was probably not quite ripe enough fruit to pick. I had rushed into the action with Sam Mary in an effort to invoke Julie, <clears throat> and in doing so had failed to uphold the fundamental law which had governed the relationship that we had before she was killed. It was not the end of the world. The situation could, of course, easily be salvaged. But if I expected the sorts of protection and preternatural hedging which Julie and I as a result of my involvement with her, which I also had enjoy, enjoyed at the time, well, then I needed to, I realized, at that point, shore up my act to be in conformance with the hegemons of sex and death. Otherwise, things would be dangerous and dysfunctional for everyone involved. The thing was, it is, that essentially you have to work together in person. Moreover, I came to realize that Sam Mary needed to be jumped in. In such a way, I said Julie jumped me in so daintily when she attacked the barista. Slowly associating me with her work, with what later would obviously in comparison turn out to be, have been a relatively mild, you know, egress. And then had, you know, she, she and then had let the other shoe fall in the casino parking lot. You know. Summa summa. I cleared the scene at the uh, Londoner pub about 6.30 or 7 and taking the newspaper with me walked home. About a half hour later Red arrived as I had requested of her that afternoon. What's on your mind, friend? She asked. I gestured for her to join me at the table in the kitchenette and pointed out a picture in the newspaper. Um, I don't like to double dip business, but Sam Mary's too green to enjoy me with this deal by herself, I said. And frankly, there is much work to be done. Well, okay, she said. So who are those assholes? Well, these assholes in this photograph are various candidates for state and federal offices running in next month's election. They're all meeting downtown tonight at the Sheraton for a swanky partisan fundraising dinner, I illustrated. And this guy's company pointing, I said, has major involvement in global coffee markets and therefore, incidentally, global cocaine. He's also got some oil and gas assets and here in Colorado and is running for governor of Colorado. He's not the predicted uh, winner, not by a long shot in this state, but that doesn't mean anything. How do you feel about South American cocaine funding the usurists of Colorful Colorado, she asked. I think his political incumbency should be remanded to yesterday's committee, I said. If we're going to stake out that hotel, we need to go now-ish, and we'll be working late.
Alrighty. We can go by the pub and stock up on sandwiches and all, Red said. And we'll just catch up with our planned trip to the diner after our stakeout. We gathered our coats and I gathered a rifle and a pistol. And we got in my car. Before we stopped, back by the pub for provisions, I stopped by Mary Stams and conscripted her for the outing. She was easily convinced. We made it to the hotel parking lot about 8.30. It was already dark. The event was already underway. In a more perfect world, we would have been there early enough to see him enter, so we would know what he was wearing, but coats are coats. Red went inside to do some spotter's work. She was gone for a half hour. I know the kitchen manager's here, she said. They all came in by that big main front door, and they will all leave through it when this thing ends, which will probably be about 10 o'clock. None of them have rooms booked here. That does not mean that people won't spend the night here, but it improves our odds of catching them coming out the door. So that was their intel. I appreciated that. It looked like I wouldn't even have to get out of the car. We sat there for an hour and a half, eating sandwiches and drinking Perrier. I parked by the vehicle in such a way as to easily exit the parking lot without any u-turns or other bullshit and bagged the rifle that's a 243 loaded with hollow points and set it beside me in the seat with the barrel and the floorboard we ate up all the snacks and focused our attention on the front door then which was about 20 yards away from us eventually red spoke up said a short distance eventually chelsea red spoke up okay i'm seeing them start to come through she said people were trickling out in a lazy after-dinner fashion. There, she said. Right there. There he is. Putting on a scarf. I leveled the barrel. Put his head in the crosshairs. With the scope. Squeeze. 